Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm Kerry and this is episode 57. I'm so glad that you've tuned in for this episode. It's great to have you join us for this chat with Adam Adams from growyourshow.com. Adam has joined us from Denver in Colorado, and his business focuses on helping podcasters boost their exposure with marketing services, amongst other things. Although Adam focuses on the marketing for podcasts, he also translates this into any business marketing, and his wealth of experience and knowledge is why he's joined us today, and I'm super excited to have you on the show, Adam, so welcome aboard. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm stoked to, to jump in and and uh, this it's kind of cool because this is maybe my first time being interviewed internationally. Generally, really? it's always been a U.S. show, so this is really cool, and I'm excited. Thanks for coming, and I just really appreciate your time first and foremost and just can't wait to sh- share some you know amazing insights and gems that you'll be able to bring us today, so that's awesome. Thank you. Of course. Now, Adam... I firstly, I'd like to ask you, I ask all of my guests just to give us a little snapshot of you. What is a quick summary that you can give us in the life of Adam? The life of Adam. All right. Well, I'm very focused on helping businesses grow through podcasts. I spend a lot of time on, on calls, just free, you know, calls, helping people, supporting people and Frequently, we we will have them want to join our services. And so that's most of my day is focusing on that. And then the this there's this big part of the day that keeps me kind of up at night because we have several clients and I'm always trying to tweak and figure out how do we get their show out in front of more people? How do we do this? How do we do that? And my brain just goes wild um, so, so it's, it's really focused mostly on podcasting. I'm also a real estate investor, but my, my business partners focus more on the real estate and, uh, you know, I, I mostly focus on helping podcasters. Awesome. That's fantastic. Thank you. And let's talk about some marketing. That's why we're here today. So let's see what we can kind of, you know, grab out of your brain and and share with the listener. And my first question is, and and this is a very broad question, what platforms should we be on? What's best going to service as a, a business owner for marketing space? I constantly talk about the three pillars of influence because I really believe that it's influence as a whole that's going to get us to where we need to go. There's this guy, his name's Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, many people call him. And Mm -hmm. he said, if you're not active on voice and social media, 
by the year 2022, then you will lose in business. And this was several years ago. So with the three pillars that I focus on, I really think that you need to be meeting people in person. So you could have a storefront. You could uh, do Zoom as well. Zoom and these things, they do feel like you're one-on-one. So I think that counts. You could have a meetup group, host conferences or Mm. workshops in your industry. But that one piece is going to be a critical piece for a platform for marketing, for growing your business. People start to trust you a lot faster when you meet in person. They trust you through your podcast. They trust you through um, your books. But there's something weird when they meet you in person, they can go from not knowing you to actually giving you $20,000 right away. So, um, you know, with just a, a, a little event that you host. The second of the second pillar of the three pillars of influence is going to be social media. And you ask, what platform should we be on for social media? My opinion is, has always been pick a platform. So if you, it doesn't really matter where you are as long as you know that your avatar or means your perfect client is there also. For example, I've, I've gotten tons and tons and tons of value over the years through Facebook. Recently, I pivoted personally to Clubhouse. Now, when we're recording this, you have to have an iPhone to even get on Clubhouse. And I know that that's only half the population or so. So there's a lot of people that don't know what it is. They haven't heard of it. And they might even feel left out because they can't really get on there. I wouldn't stress about it. I love Clubhouse. It's been really helpful for me to start building relationships and growing my influence. But if you pick LinkedIn, you're going to be fine. If you pick Instagram, you're going to be fine. If you pick TikTok, which is not my thing, but <laughs> some some of your clients might be found on TikTok. And if it is, then I just want you to go all in on that one platform. So th- at the end of the day, I'm really saying it doesn't matter which platform as long as you go all in on that one and kind of forget about the others. Don't worry about so many others. Uh, because of Clubhouse, by the way, I've started to update an Instagram profile that was stagnant for about two years. And, and now mm-hmm. I'm like, well, since it's connected to my Clubhouse, I've got to at least do something on my Instagram. So I am posting some stories. I am posting uh, some some pictures when I when I go jeeping with my family or ride my bike or play with my kids or whatever, go sledding. I am actually putting that up on my Insta so that when the clubhouse people see that bio, they can see that it's active, that it's happening, and they can kind of feel like they're part of my, part of my life. So I hope that's a good answer for platforms so far. Mm. The Again... The first pillar is meeting in person. The second pillar is your social media presence. You want to be searchable. And then there is actually a third pillar that I think is critical. And a lot of people ask me, they say, Adam, what if I just do two of those? And my answer is, you'll fail. If you're you're listening to Gary Vee, you got to be doing, you got to be in these places. 
And mm-hmm. so the third pillar is actually called a thought leadership platform. And it's another place that folks need to be in. And I personally help people with the podcasting thought leadership platform. I don't help with any of the others. I, mm-hmm. And I, I like the podcasting and I have a lot of reasons why I prefer it. But for the listener, you don't have to do a podcast. A blog might be your best thought leadership platform. A Facebook community could be your best thought leadership platform. A meetup, which doubles as an in-person, could be your thought leadership platform. Hosting conferences, national conferences, also could be. Writing a book, a blog, Mm -hmm. a podcast, or a YouTube. Now, for the most part, for most people, I absolutely recommend podcasting well over YouTube, but it does depend. And so I would just say... With the three pillars of influence, if you truly want to magnetize people, instead of chasing them and trying to sell them, you want to actually pull them into your world through these three pillars. I highly recommend a podcast. Of course, that's self-serving because I serve podcasters, but I love podcasts. I think it really is helpful. But as long as you pick one of the things in the thought leadership realm, one of the things in the meeting in person realm and that does include zoom and one mm-hmm. of the things on the social media and you go all in i think you're going to be extremely successful i love that thank you adam i i think that's given us plenty of options and plenty of choice but it really comes down to your business and and what you're looking for how you want to show up sometimes it's what we're comfortable with like obviously here we're comfortable with the podcast space but not everyone's comfortable to jump on video so that's a, another consideration but i think as business owners we need to push ourselves beyond some of those boundaries and and look for you know those opportunities to reach people on that deeper level and and for me, that is the audio and video space, and and that's where I really like to revolve and and show up. But uh, like yourself, you know, Clubhouse has, has been a game changer, and um, not to you know make this all about Clubhouse, but it's it's really such an impactful space to turn up with your you know raw, authentic self. Um, you can't send someone else on your behalf. It's it's all about you. So, but it's likewise, the podcast is is the same kind of uh, situation as as well as the video space also so yeah that's amazing thank you of course you're listening to the biz nation podcast i would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and you can find me on clubhouse instagram facebook or linkedin by searching my name kerry zarb or directly on my website at kerryzarb.club And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can find the community on Facebook at BizNation Support Group. Now, I want to flip this around a little bit, Adam. Can we talk about paid versus organic social media? And even if this comes from a podcasting space that you spend so much time in, what, what do you see? What, what's, what's happening out there and, and what kind of advice can you give anyone listening? I definitely think that the organic is more powerful for most of us. So that's not having to pay for it, leveraging, leveraging it by adding value in the right places, like on social media, like on Clubhouse, like 
Facebook, like Instagram, giving, giving, giving. And we go back to that magnet where if I can share a quick story, um, I, yeah, I look at the 1920s as kind of the real end of when pushy was really working. The 1800s, you needed to be pushy, you needed to be louder, you needed to be taller. And when you were more, um, I guess, uh, pushy, I can't get another word, but that, when you were more <laughs> aggressive, you're more likely to get business. And as we, as we get into the 1920s, that starts changing a little bit. And some people are like, I don't want to be sold. And then we get, you know, to the 1980s and people aren't, are starting to not even open their door for strangers anymore. And now we're, you yeah. know, in the 2020s and we're all more guarded than we've ever been before. We walk into a clothing place and we literally want to buy. We know we want to buy mm -hmm. a sweater and we walk in and the person at the counter says, how can I help you? And you say, nothing. I, I, no, I'm just looking. <laughs> you walk into a car <laughs> lot. You're literally hoping to buy a new car that makes you happy. And someone walks up to you and you dodge them. And you're like, nope, nope, nope. Just mm -hmm. browsing. I'm not here to buy. <laughs> Go away. I don't want to be sold is what we're saying. We want yeah. to buy, but we don't want to feel that pressure. And so one thing that I have talked about is this, this new way of, of, of actually being able to get your clients to come to you is instead of being like, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, you just say, here's some good content. This might help you. Take this and see what works for you. Basically what we're doing is in the 1920s and before, our magnets were all on the negative side. And the salespeople were all on the positive side. And because that was uh, opposites attract, we were there. And then we start yep. being against it. And so we're turning over to the positive side being like, don't, don't sell me. So if they come up with another positive, we cannot connect. They repel. And so what the salesperson now needs to do, what your business person now needs to do with paid or organic traffic is they just need to turn around. They just need to start pulling you in, show their negative side, and you've got the positive side. And this comes with you having messages like, hey, here's this thing. If it, it, I hope it helps. Give, 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 give. And the people, they're going to come to you and, and they're going to be like, why isn't he selling me? Why isn't she selling me? And they, they go, Carrie, just take my money. And then Carrie's like, yeah. oh, okay, happy to. And it completely changes. So that's really what I suggest, mm -hmm. whether it's paid or organic. But with organic, some of the things that can really help that are really, really good. On Clubhouse, for since we've mentioned it a few times, on Clubhouse, mm -hmm. go into the rooms and add value. Add value to your perfect avatar. Just don't, don't be like, I'm the best to help you do this. And if you don't use me, you're going to lose. Instead, just add value, and then people are going to DM you. That means direct message for anybody who's older than 50. Um, <laughs> so that DM you, so you, they'll send you a direct message, and they'll say, Carrie, can I work with you? Hey, Carrie, do you
do you do you take on clients? Or are you currently taking on clients, Carrie? You seem like an expert in this field. Could could you help me get this done and be happy to pay you? And then Carrie says, of course, be more than happy to. So that's the thing on Clubhouse. Then a couple of tricks on on these other platforms. They will be like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Here's the best tip for organic that you'll ever, ever know. Now, I'm not going to sing it for you, but there's this American song, Darling, if you want me to be closer to you, get closer to me. And mm-hmm. I can, I'm hearing it in my head and I want to sing it, but I'm not going to do that on your podcast. But darling, if you want me to be closer <laughs> to you, then get closer to me. What I'm talking about for social media is darling, if you want me to engage with you, engage with me. So what I want you to do is start going in and engaging by A, the DMs, private message, reply to people, comment with people, go onto their onto other people's um, pages, like it, comment on it. And when people come to your page and they like it or comment on it, you want to DM, hey, thank you for the like. How are you doing today? Or you want to go into the comment section of your Facebook or LinkedIn and you want and you want to reply and say, thank you for your feedback um, and, and ask a question. So what this is going to do is mm-hmm. it, it actually triggers an algorithm within Facebook and these other platforms that allow that organic to be amplified and just much, much more powerful. It is more work, but it is organic work, and it's exponentially um, the, the value that you get from, from doing the engaging is exponentially higher. So you post a, most people post a question or, or actually they post a link, which is even worse. Uh, so if mm. they post a, if they post a link, that social media platform shuts it down because that's an outside link. It doesn't keep them on Facebook. Yeah. And today, the name of the game, again, going back to Gary V today, the name of the game is attention. Facebook wants attention. Clubhouse wants attention. YouTube wants attention. Apple podcast wants attention. So as soon as we um, push somebody away from Facebook to go watch our YouTube channel or we give them Facebook to go watch our podcast or listen to our podcast and or if we give them our our web web page, like our own website from the social media, Facebook has this algorithm that automatically shuts it down. They, they close it down. Mm-hmm. And yep. earlier when I accidentally said we pose a question, most people pose a question, I meant to say most people say something. They tell too much. Really what you mm-hmm. ought to be doing is asking. So you should post a question. That requires engagement. People, there's this thing, I call it stop the scroll. It's a pattern interrupt. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, as we're on social media, all we're doing is is just scrolling through. And there, every now and again, maybe one out of five, one out of 10, one out of 20 posts, and it's really only that few, make us stop and think. That's the pattern interrupt. Here we are. Okay, great. I know what Adam's up to. I know what Carrie's up to. Oh, Tom asked me a question. And they stop scrolling and they think about the question and then they go into the DM or into the chat 
into the comment section and they reply to the question because human DNA is very mm. difficult not to answer questions. It's in our DNA mm. to do it. It's in our DNA to add value. Yeah. It's in our DNA to give our opinions. And so when we mm-hmm. know the psychology there, we use it on our social media. So th- this is all to help you be better at organic traffic. Understand that you need to ask more than you do needed to, to tell. Understand that it helps people stop scrolling. It helps pattern interrupt. And it's going to allow them to start commenting. And then if you engage back, darling, if you want me to engage with you, engage with me. Now, when you reply to them on those comments with another question, it goes down a rabbit hole. And you know what Facebook says? Facebook says, holy cow, Carrie's keeping people on this platform. Put this post in front of more people. And you think of it like an A-B test, a split test. It's what the smartest marketers Mm -hmm. do. And Facebook is one of the smartest marketers on the planet. They're constantly putting Mm -hmm. Adam's post next to Carrie's post. If Carrie's gets more engagement than Adam's, then Adam gets shut down and Carrie goes next to the next person. And they put her against the Mm -hmm. next person. If she still shines against them, then then they'll put hers against the next person. And as it climbs up the ladder, it goes from 10 total people that can ever see it max to a hundred people that could total ever totally see it max to 51% of all of your followers that could ever see it max. And then if it passes that, then they show it to everybody. So you really want to have that AB test where you're requiring engagement and others are not. So that's on paid. That's on Mm -hmm. organic Uh, for paid. I'm going to, I'm going to skip it. But I will say we do paid, we do organic, um, and I just think that if you can use those organic strategies, it, it'll take you to the next level. Yeah, I love that and um, appreciate skipping the paid as well because I think that's a massive, like going to be a massive conversation. But I think for, for business owners, the organic space is so important. It's it's also, particularly when you're first starting out, you want to get your message right. You know, you actually want to, you don't want to, you know, open your paid situation and pull all this money into something that hasn't been tested, right? Like you kind of got to play, play in your little sandbox first and, and start, you know, using the platform, no matter which one it is and, and see what, what works and, and do some test and measure in your marketing before you, you start pulling the money in is, is where I kind of hang out. And that's something that I've believed in for a long time. So I think you've kind of, um, yeah, confirmed that for me as well, Adam. Thank you so much. That's awesome. The next thing I want to just quickly ask you about, I want to know more about your podcast only because that's, you know, clearly the space that you're in and intrigues me as well. And I think it'll actually help the listener. So can you give us a bit of, you know, insight into your podcast and and what's going on there? Absolutely. I launched my first podcast in 2017 and I sold it last year. It was called Creative Real Estate Podcast. And um, I ended up selling the, the, the rights to it all of the branding to it, uh, to, to a friend who ended up be, we would do a co-host for a little while and, and now it's just him. So it's kind of, kind of cool. Um, most people don't know that you can make money through podcasting by selling the podcast, 
but we, we did end up selling that first show. Since then, I've started the apartment investing show and the podcast on podcasting. So I sold the creative real estate podcast and I'm launching these two new shows. Actually, one of them will be aired in before this probably airs. It's called the podcast on podcasting. So the apartment investing show, I've done over 120 episodes. I have only launched it on YouTube and I'm waiting to really push really, really hard after the podcast on podcasting launches on iTunes, on Apple, because I really feel like, and I don't, I don't know if you'll have to edit this out or not, but I really feel like, um, it's, it's better to full ass one thing than to half ass two things. So Mm. I put it all into, just like I mentioned earlier with all the different social media, like you focus on one and then you focus on, you just, you don't try to spread yourself too thin. It's the same when you're launching your platform. Um, I really want to put all of my eggs in one basket. I really, it's not diversification for me. It's not fear of mm-hmm. missing out. Or what if, what if somebody on YouTube doesn't see me? I don't care. I'm going to go all the yep. way in on the podcast or all the way in on my, my YouTube channel. And I think that really helps. So, um, it's on YouTube and I'm gathering everything to have a really strong launch, but the podcast that I prefer most to speak about is the podcast on podcasting where the first five episodes, six episodes, the first six episodes are actually a, a a free course on how to be a better podcaster. Um, so we, instead of like putting a course on some website or, or charging for it, I I put the good stuff in the first six episodes, made it a course. Mm -hmm. And since then, the it goes every other and and I and mm-hmm. I like this because I think it's going to be beneficial to anybody who wants to start a podcast. But every other episode is an interview, and the the its counterpart is solo with just me. So yeah. I'll jump on an I'll jump on an episode and I'll pour into somebody for like three to five to ten minutes, just really give them one subject and that's it, and then. The next episode will be me with somebody else for, you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what it looks like. And the reason I do that is really, really important if somebody else is going to have a podcast. The, the benefit that you get with having guests on your show is that you can hack into their networks and mm-hmm. it's going to allow them to share your, your podcast with their friends and you never would yep. have had them share your podcast unless they were your guest. So yeah. that's one one of the things with having guests on the show. Another is that if your guest is your same avatar, the type of person you want to work with, then it's really good because their stories resonate with your audience really, really well. And it makes it really compelling for them to continue listening. So those are the mm-hmm. reasons why I want you to interview other people. But if But on... The reason why I do the one-on-one is because I really want my listener to understand that I'm the authority in the podcasting space. And if they're going to need somebody to help them launch or grow or monetize, do all the editing and everything, then we're the we're their first choice. And I think mm-hmm. that if all I did was interviewed other people that they wouldn't really understand that I was their first choice. But when they hear me be able to 
pour into their business, pour into their podcast with my whole heart. And so like, even just like I, how I have tried to on this short episode today with that, that allows them to say, man, I've, I, I want to hire Adam. So it's yeah. very non salesy, but generally mm-hmm. it's, it's that magnetism again. So have some of your episodes, you alone, and some of your episodes have interview episodes. And I really think that's going to be the best way for you to grow a show and grow your business at the same time. Yeah, I love so much of what you've said, Adam, because you're you're literally practicing what you're preaching here. Going back to the the marketing aspect, you you said to the listener, you know, find a platform, really focus on one platform. And that's exactly what you've done with, you know, you haven't gone YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google, all over the world, you know, like you've really brought it in and kept it tight. And then now you're looking to go, you know, one next level. But the podcast for podcasting certainly resonates with me, obviously, because we're right here. But um, I also love that that advice. And, and I think it translates into the marketing as well about turning up as yourself. You know, yes, guests are wonderful. They're fantastic. It really helps us reach new audiences and, and spread the message and be found more. But you need to turn up. It's your podcast. It is about you. And I think majority of the population that are listening to podcasts, the reason they tune in is for the host. A lot of it is about the host that's actually hosting the podcast and the message that they bring, what the show's about. It's it's really important. And I'm excited and, and you, you heard it right here, right now, that I'm going back to my solos as well for that very reason. You know, the fact that I dropped off the thank you, the fact that I dropped off the solos was eating me alive. It was literally, you know, on the inside, I was going, I can't keep doing this. I did this. I did top and tail, you know, and I Wait, may what? or may not. Top and like, tail? Yeah, I call it top and tail where you interview your solo, you interview your solo. So it was oh. one one in, one out oh. type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so, that's what I was talking yeah. about. I just never knew that that's what it was called. I don't know if it is what it's called. That's what I call it. So that's, you know, kind of just my it. little... Yeah, top and tail. So, yeah, that's what I'm going back to because I think that that was the first purpose and that's how I first showed up and and built an audience. So, you know, to go back to that and also increase to two shows a week I think is is really going to be awesome on this side. So, yeah. Do do we have time Um, for me to go into the two shows a week thing or no? Yeah, please do. Yeah, for sure. Just for for anybody who's thinking about doing a podcast, there's there's this mm-hmm. gas station analogy that will really help you understand that the that more is truly better. And so, like, what really what happens when you get one gas station to come into a new town and and they pick a corner? You, they usually pick a corner lot. Oftentimes, that gas station doesn't do very well. Like, they might be making the the owner might barely be scraping by, paying the bills, and maybe make like three grand a month uh, net profit, which is really not that great, you know, and it sounds good to some, some of us, but it's just not that great. But then when you have somebody move in across the street and have put in another gas station, you would think that they would go from 30 grand a year to 15 grand a year. But the weirdest thing is because of that extra person on the other corner, they both actually do really, really well. They both are netting a hundred grand a year. And, and mm-hmm. that is huge. And all of a sudden, a third one moves in and they all make more money. And the fourth one comes in. And I mean, this is gas. This is where everybody stops for gas every single time, every single morning. That's where they're getting their coffee. And all of the gas stations do much, much better. 
um, I want to use that as the analogy for your podcast episodes. Some might think, I don't want to give my audience too much. I don't want to give them too much. I don't want to drown the message. I don't want them to feel like they can't even listen to all of my episodes. So instead of doing, you know, one a week, I'm going to do one a month. Or instead of doing uh, th- all every single day, I'm just going to go one a week. Mm-hmm. There, it is, it is scientifically proven. I can show you the data on it that you, if you have one episode a week, you're likely to have 20 to about 100 downloads per episode. If you have two episodes a week, you're likely to have 300 to 600 downloads per episode. Mm -hmm. So it exponentially increases. It's not just that you get more downloads at the end of the year, but you also get more downloads on each and every episode. And it's interesting because there's a lot of people that are doing daily shows and they're mm-hmm. even rocking it more than people that are only having two. So it's the opposite of when we're stressed out and thinking, I don't want to drown the noise. I don't want to drown, you know, it actually does much, much better when you're having more episodes per week. That's so bizarre. You would like, you know, the brain says less is more, you know, like it always, yeah. we've got that analogy in our heads, you know, in, in life, less is more and simplify and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, to hear you say that, you know, going that next level, but I kind of bring it back to social media. If you are posting once a week, you're only going to reach so many people. You're only going to get so far. Whereas you start posting daily, sometimes twice daily. I've heard of people that, you know, post seven times a day, like all that kind of stuff. You are going to reach more pe- people. So it kind of makes sense when I think of it like that. Is is that what you mean, Adam? 100%. That's the gas station yeah. example. I love it. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's a really good analogy and certainly something that I'm going to keep reminding myself about as I go into this, you know, next journey of of doing more, which is exciting. Awesome. So Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been fantastic. And I just love all of the pieces of information that you've brought to us today about marketing, a little bit of podcast, a little bit of platform insights there. That's all good stuff. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Of course. Oh, and before I forget, before I wrap up the show, Adam, where can we find you? I'm so glad you asked. I was like, oh, I don't, maybe I won't. Uh, This is Adam (laughs) Adams and you can find me at growyourshow.com. So it's super, super easy. Just called growyourshow.com. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. I'll pop that link into the show notes and a few other gems to throw in there as well for the listener. And thanks again for your time. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I would also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.